Beatball time. Oh, beatball time. That's what's up. Welcome to Bebop in Time. Bebop, Bebop in Time. <laughs> I'm sorry, that shouldn't have happened. My apologies. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. It's so nice to have the uh, three of you that are probably listening to this right now, right after it uploaded. I know you were waiting with bated breath. One, four, I don't know what, don't know what bated breath later. actually means, but... Uh, <laughs> Two of those three are actually me and you listening yeah. to it back yeah. probably for the first time. So <laughs> like great whoever the extra is. Yeah. Thanks for being here. You guys are you 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 one person are the reason we do our we do this podcast. I'm not sure why I treated this like it was a live show. Thanks for being here, everyone. Like only everyone nobody's actually here. It's it's just us. So congrats. That will do. That will do. So Joe Big, congrats to us. Episode number two. Episode two, yeah. I, I mean, I think you guys are going to find this really interesting. <laughs> the The subject matter is just scintillating. You will not believe. Woo, buddy. We probably should have done this the first. We probably should have done the first episode. To be to be probably. fair, we got the we got <laughs> this a little backwards, but that's okay. You know, um, we're unconventional. We're not like all those other podcasts out there with two guys who just talk about a bunch of nothing. At least that's what our we're wives, worse than those. That's what our wives say. <laughs> I don't even think I don't even think Felisa listened to the first one. Tracy started listening to it in the car when we were like driving, but I was like, I can't listen to myself talk, so it was weird. I listened to it the next day. Yeah, I I, I listened to uh, it, but I would try to listen to it again. And I was like, I don't know about that. I was gonna say like it wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be, but like I didn't really expect it to be bad. It was yeah. more so just like like I don't know like it it sounded better than I expected. Go us. Yeah. So really, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. <laughs> I nailed it the first time. Good job. Uh, so yeah, so this week I think we're just we're planning on uh, introducing ourselves a little bit, right? Yeah, I mean, just... uh, talking about our our background a little bit. We'll kind of see how far we get into it. We'll start with uh, you know birth, what we remember from you know our, our time exiting the womb and and work our way down the line and you know maybe this ends up being a couple episodes or maybe we get it all through it tonight get through all of it tonight find out just how interesting our lives are (laughs) and let me tell you not very (laughs) we're just like you guys we're just we're just boring people like you true story if you're not boring this podcast isn't for you um, well, say we, kidding, we, we, we awesome. would usually introduce ourselves, but since we're about to tell our life story, maybe we just yeah. start there. Okay, so Brian, uh, you are thirty. You're thirty-one, right? Correct. You're 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 younger than me. Um, where were you, where were you born and raised? It's funny. Um, I was born in West Covina, California. Um, Californian through and through. Yep. Funny, not a funny story about my birth but i just found out i mean i always like kind of knew like a general story about it but i thought i was my... adopted no that'd be crazy <laughs> but <laughs> i talked to my parents about it kind of more because tracy was more interested in it mm-hmm. but like so my dad is from louisiana my mom is from california my dad was a truck driver met my mom at a honky tonk in california um they weren't really christians i mean they kind of understood it but they weren't uh both I my, mean, they met at a yeah. honky tonk. How well, Christian can you be? Both of my siblings were born before they got married, so um, I was 
at the one after the marriage. But when I was born, I had super bad asthma. Like I was in like a ventilator and like they weren't sure oh, how long I was going to live. And so like my dad, um, too long apparently. <laughs> my dad, <laughs> my dad went to church because like my mom was living with my great grandpa and like they're really big in the church. And like, I guess my dad was like, I mean, not made a deal, but like he went down to the altar that day and like had them pray for him for me. And like, since I, re and I re ended up recovering and then like, that's kind of like how my family. What roped your dad into going to church? Yeah. Like, it, like, I mean, essentially. The miracle of your life. Yeah. So like, I, I mean, not only did I recover from it because I had asthma so bad, I don't have any issues with like breathing now. I mean, I, I didn't even form it. Like the asthma didn't even like stay with me to a point where I can't play sports and stuff because right. we ended up playing in college. But so that's kind of like how my life started, like kind of a crazy kind of scary. Yeah. Yeah. And so when I was born, I was named after my father. So I'm a Brian Thomas King Jr., which apparently your wife just discovered. Oh, she said she said, tell BJ, I say, hey, <laughs> she said, tell BJ, I say hello. So oh, shout like, out all, to the all, beach. All casual. Parents call me. Beach. Yeah, all casual. Like, yeah. yeah. My name, she, she meant she had the best intentions with that. I'm sure. Sure. Well, since i was a junior i went my parents called me uh bj right. um and so i was born there lived they just in, didn't know any better no they sure didn't i lived in california for two years with my great-grandparents uh and then eventually my dad uh had a friend who lived in missouri told him that construction there was really good so we ended up moving to missouri so this first crazy two, two years of my life i don't remember those two years but i know that we lived in right california so yeah i mean that's interesting that's more interesting than my although funny story i actually almost died in birth too mine was much more common i had the old umbilical around the neck trick which i guess happens to quite a few babies um i didn't know that when my mom first told the story so i thought i was like a miracle yeah <laughs> when really like i'm i'm just like probably like eight out of ten you know yeah. babies that are born that they're all the same <laughs> so like i was a c-section but like everything was fine after that i came out and i was a little cone-headed freak and oh, <laughs> they, decided, they decided to keep me thank god um but i was born in vancouver washington and i mean i don't i didn't have any exciting moving stories or anything like that um you know uh my dad was a garbage man and garbage is good up here so uh, <laughs> we stayed <laughs> but you are the oldest so you're the first born. yeah yeah i am the i am the oldest so yeah that part is a little bit different from from your story because like i'm the oldest which is you know interesting uh i mean it's grown to be interesting or at least over over time uh but um my parents were both so like my speaking of like religious backgrounds uh so brian and i both have backgrounds in christianity um my parents were uh youth pastors for a lot of years growing up and they were at the time when i was born and so like i grew up very much in that environment um which you know i mean had a huge effect on a lot of things, including, you know, stuff later on in life and including now. And, you know, I mean, it's still part of my life, even, you know, though obviously like I've grown and developed my own feelings about church and different things. But um, yeah, it was a huge part of our growing up. In other words, you know, I mean, we were definitely like the dress nice for church every Sunday people, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, Casey, who's, my middle brother, he's three years younger than me. We, you know, we had matching outfits and like, you know, we took matching pictures at the photo studio or whatever the place is called. And, you know, I mean, just, just funny stuff like that. And, 
you know, so, uh, it is interesting, like to hear like your, your dad's story, you know, um, that, I mean, really you're the cause of your parents' belief system yeah. and my parents are the cause of mine. So, you know, <laughs> a little bit, yeah. a little bit of a, a switcheroo there, but do your parents, when you were born in the same house that they live in now? So same property, I think. Um, but there was a different, like there were, there was just like a trailer there or maybe a different mobile home or whatever. Um, but yeah. So, I mean, I mean, kind of like some summating part of this, um, I think summating is a word. Um, like I lived on the same street, like my entire life in the same house, my entire life. Like when I went to Texas and went to school and then came back, I moved back into the same (laughs) house. Like, like, so it's been a big deal. Like, and now my parents are actually on the, on the, cusp of potentially moving which is kind of weird how so they, how do they feel about know, that side note it's it's back there's a lot of back and forth yeah. with it um there's there's a lot of options for them and there's a lot of back and forth um but um but yeah you know i mean your childhood house where you make memory you know where all these memories are and stuff and it is a weird thing to think about the, the fact that like you know that's not going to be a place we might experience anymore yeah so that part's kind of weird um but yeah, so like my growing up, like it was literally like in that sense, it was kind of bland. Like I didn't receive a lot of culture by like moving around or doing any of that stuff, you know. Um, and we didn't grow up in a like super like diversified part of the country necessarily either. Uh, so I was very much kind of like, and because my parents live kind of like in the country, like not like full on like redneck ish, but like kind of redneck ish. Yeah. Like, like they aren't, but like a lot of the people that live out there are. So like my experience was very much kind of like white, you know, suburban America kind of, or urban America, no, suburban. Suburban. Those are, I do get them wrong too. They're weird. Yeah. Those are weird words. Cause suburban sounds like it should be in this sub. I don't know. I guess suburbs is close to the city, but that's besides the point. Right. Correct. So sweet. That's the larger point there. Um, opposite of you, I moved, by the time I was 18 going to college, I had already moved maybe 18 to 19 times. That is nuts. So, and that, that continued, I mean, that, it, that, my parents still was, do move Was every, most of that within Missouri? Yeah, or so did like, you guys move? the first, so when we first moved to Missouri, we moved to a town called Halfway, which sounds, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's just like the smallest, dumpiest town. My parents were super poor when I when we moved there, like... We moved into a wooden house, and me, my brother, and my sister. I mean, when I say wooden, I mean like not what you would think wood, like wooden floors. I mean like me, my sister, and my brother shared an attic slash upstairs, and like the wood was the wood was unfinished. So if you stepped on the wood, you would get splinters in your feet. Like, and so like we had carpet and rugs everywhere, and like it was like a real real dumpy house in this town called Halfway. We didn't have neighbors for miles, and so, like, people would come down the road, like, we would know. My parents had a wood-paneled Jeep, like, those old-school ones. Yeah. And so, like, I mean, we, we had a barn out back that wasn't ours, but it was, like, on our property at the time, and we, we like, Was it the, the Wagoneer? Was that what it was called? Maybe. The Jeep Wagoneer. Because yeah. we had one of those, too, and, oh, boy. Yep, and we just, like, riding the very, very back, facing the opposite direction. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, that, uh... And anyway, so like we had like roosters and uh, I don't know. It was, Farm it was, life. Yeah, it was. And like we even like would go cut our own. Like, you know, I don't know if it's like a it's kind of cliche, but like we legit went and cut our own Christmas tree down and it was too big for the house. So my dad had to cut the top off 
but it wasn't but it was like a real pine tree so like sap was like everywhere in the house oh my like, gosh we hadn't really thought about it so it was he like had our... to, he had to cut it up cut it off uh office style huh? yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so like so like that was our first house we lived in in missouri and this town called halfway and like my mom was like my preschool teacher in like the basement of like the school that like the halfway school because it was like all one school it was like elementary middle high oh my gosh preschool Dude, that's so wild i i didn't know that still existed in modern day america i, I mean i, I guess I it hope, makes sense yeah, that it does probably but... doesn't but that was like 1990 1990 to 1990 you know like i mean seems like forever ago but that's that is yeah. pretty wild and so we lived there for a couple of years while my dad tried to i mean essentially started his own construction company at that time. I mean, he sold his 18, he had his own truck and he sold it to kind of start doing that. And, uh, he eventually moved out. That house ended up burning down. So shut up. Yeah. After you moved out. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) We funny story. Uh, one time we came home and there was a snake coiled up in the door between the, uh, the door and like the, the weather door. I forgot what it's called right now. It was like coiled up, like and it looked like there? a rooster tail because like the way it was coiled up in uh-huh. it. And I remember because we had a tornado shelter that had like a huge concrete slab over it. My dad took it out and put the snake like over like the concrete slab and d- yeah. diced it up and left it <laughs> across the slab of the concrete. So that's a good man because yeah. snakes are terrible creatures, and so they yeah. should all be, you know, sent to the abyss. So from there we moved to a town called Bolivar, which is also a very small podunk town, and I lived there until I was going into eighth grade. Jeez. So like ten years probably, like the longest I lived in a single town. I mean, we moved around a lot. My dad ended up his construction. Bro, as... it's just crazy. Like our lives are so weird. Like I literally grew up. Like I went to the same school from kindergarten through sixth grade and then i went to the same school after that from seventh grade through my <laughs> senior year of high school like i lived in one house yeah. i went to two school you know what i mean yeah. like i mean like literally my my life was just kind of like and not in like a negative way so mom and dad if you're listening this isn't uh <laughs> this isn't a knock don't get me wrong uh but like literally like it was it was like just like kind of like the most like straightforward kind of like you know living that you know that you could really imagine like i don't know like there just wasn't a lot of like we didn't move we didn't do anything like that like life didn't change at all yeah. like i mean it was just kind of crazy just kind of crazy how different it is more yeah. so than my life being like weird or something so like my dad it's so, like we moved to like a really one more dumpy house i would say and then from there not really a dumpy house again but i can remember the name like it was on locust and in the street and we had it was like that was probably the most memory i have from when i was a kid because it that town that that house itself because we lived on the street from like this kid who was really weird but he played video games we went over to his house all the time he was raised by his mom and she was like on medication she was kind of crazy and one time i don't know if anybody knows the story so it's really weird to tell it <laughs> like seriously so like one time she was supposed to be watching me or she was coming to check on me because we were like two houses down and she was like real mad for some reason and she was like screaming at me and like i was at my house and like i was in like in the corner oh my of my house like kind of freaking out <laughs> yeah because she, she was just yelling at and i like i can't remember what the reason was and like and she ended up just leaving and i don't think i had brought it up to a person and it was like such a strange i don't know why that like i don't know such a weird memory to have but like nobody knows it's not like something that's like 
a secret that I should keep from somebody. I just don't know why I just didn't talk to anybody about it. So right. it was just, yeah, it was real strange, but pretty much my dad's construction company blew up as he got. And so we just, we would build a house, live in it. My parents would sell the house, move into a rental house, move into a new house they built, sell it. And that cycle just, I mean, it's still, they, they still, that, they still live that cycle today. Like they're building a house right now. They're selling the house they're living in. They're going to live in their fifth, their pool behind trailer between the two. So that's, I mean, that's why I had so many houses growing up. That is nuts though. I mean, it is like, it's just weird to like think about obviously from like the opposite side, like, like, you know, like it's weird for me, like, because like my parents are like contemplating moving out of my childhood home, which is weird because it holds all of, like literally like my entire lifetime of memories up until, you know, getting, well, not my entire lifetime. Cause obviously like I lived in Texas and stuff, yeah. but like, you know, as far as like a family home, it holds literally like all of like my family memories that I have, yeah. uh, you know, up until obviously like creating my own family and getting married and stuff. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I can't imagine like moving around that much or like, you know, I mean, cause you, you hear people, you know, who move around a lot and like, they don't really have like close friends from like back then or anything like that. And it's like, you know, like even still, like I don't have necessarily like close friends, but I have like people like that I went to church with back then or yeah. whatever, you know, who were buddies and stuff who I still talk with from time to time or catch up with and stuff. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's a weird, it's a weird thought process for me. Did you always have, so the way your house is built, it's like two, right? Like that, there's like a bottom half that's newer, right? That room that you live in. So there was in. an add-on, yeah. Okay. So my parents, so there, it's a mobile home, and then my parents added on a room to the mobile home that became mine and my brother's, and we shared that for a lot of years. After Kai then, was born, like what, what, what made them add? Um, what made them build it? I don't, I don't remember the timeline to be honest, because like. There was there was still a, another room available yeah. because like eventually I moved back into what was my original room, like even though like and Kai had his own room and then Casey stayed downstairs, so it must have been because Kai was born and maybe they just converted that into a guest room for the time being. I don't I don't really remember that well. Yeah, I don't. I mean, my memory of my childhood is is kind of like it's really strange. Like there's a lot of stuff like that that like I don't remember, but like I remember vividly for example like do you remember those like toy like wooden muskets they used to sell at like yep. different places like they pull back and it had, like, the, yeah yeah you pull it down it had like the little orange tip on the end so everybody knew it wasn't real or whatever <laughs> like i'll remember like this like i had this like i had one of those like i loved it it was one of my favorite toys like i'd wanted one for a long time and i finally got one and then this one day case and i were playing outside and i don't remember what happened or what sparked it but he got mad and he took it and he raised up over his head and slammed it down on one of our bikes and split it into like a bunch of pieces It like broken stuff. And I'm pretty sure I started bawling, crying <laughs> and like ran in the house to like tell my parents. And then, uh, I, I think I had gotten that one in when we were in uh, this place called Bend, Oregon, which is kind of like a little bit of like a, it's not a country town, but they're like in Easternish Oregon. And, uh, um, but anyways, it's like very like, uh, there's lots of like farms and like ranches and stuff out there. And so I got it out there, like when we were on a vacation and then, uh, when we went to Disney world, I think it was when I was like 10 or something, uh, Casey had to like buy me a replacement one from <laughs> Disney world, which is interesting because we brought it back like yeah. on a plane, like we put it in a shipping box and yeah. you just like carried it on. Like, I don't know if I don't think you can do that now, you know, Absolutely. even with it being fake or whatever. Yeah. Um, but 
you know, I mean, like, I'll remember, like, stupid memories like that that literally, like, don't matter. But, like, as far as, like, why did we add a room onto our house? Not a clue. Like, I, I remember it being built. Yeah. I remember it happening. But I don't I don't recall why or anything, no. So, like, siblings, we both have them. So, but you and your Casey are closer, and then there's a kind of a gap, and then you have a brother. Yeah, so Casey and I are three years apart. And then Kai, who's the youngest, he's 10 years younger than I am. So he was, um, I mean, we won't call him an accident. We're going to be nice. <laughs> he was a, he was a surprise. Too late. <laughs> he was a surprise. And the real sad part is that everybody like all through my mom's pregnancy, because she didn't find out, like they never found out what he was until he was born. Yeah. But through the whole pregnancy, everybody wanted to be a girl so bad. Like, because it was me and Casey already, like my mom only has brothers my dad only has brothers so like both sides of the family are just like it's all it's all men you know or you know i mean not including spouses but like all the siblings are men and stuff and so we were like oh you know we really hope it's a girl or whatever and stuff and then it was (laughs) (laughs) so um you know a little bit a little bit of a little bit of a letdown initially but uh you know, he turned out to be a pretty cute kid for the most part. He was funny when he was younger. And we got to bully him a lot, which was really great. Uh, you know, I remember one day he was being kind of a turd. And I think Casey and I, or maybe it was both of us, or maybe it was just me. But basically, we stripped off all of his clothes down to his underwear and shoved him out onto the front porch <laughs> and locked the door so he couldn't get back in the house. You know, lots of lots of cool, fun things yeah. like that. <laughs> it's like initiation. Yeah, we were, we were really siblings, nice guys. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so basically we were frat boys at the age of 10 and 7, respectively. <laughs> well, I guess it would have been a few years ago. I was going to say, so hopefully we'll not shoving 13. a newborn out. Yeah. yeah, no, so we'll call it uh, 13 and 10, <laughs> or, you know, four, 14 and 11, whatever. Yeah. So you have but, so you have two siblings, but you have... Two half-siblings. Half-siblings, yeah. right? Yeah. So before my mother and my father were together my dad uh had two daughters um so they're older i actually don't know their ages um i couldn't tell you to be honest um Mm -hmm. i do know one of them is is eerily close to my sister's age because um as i found out uh years 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 later in my teens my sister was also a half-sister Mm-hmm. Um, so okay. we weren't, we never knew oh, that. Excuse me, everybody. Sorry, I'm burping a little bit. Me and my brother were not aware of that, but I do have a brother. I mean, I'm the youngest of the three. Um, my sister is, uh, seven years older than me, six years older than me. Man, I'm bad at mm-hmm. that. And my brother's a year and a half. I just remember, like, I was. Is that in... it? For some reason, I always thought there was a bigger gap between you and Sam. I don't know why. There's two school years but only a year and a half difference because i was born in september so gotcha. it's early and he was born mm-hmm. in april so um yeah we went to i mean he was a senior when i was a sophomore freshman mm-hmm. year that, that type of stuff but um yeah so we were a lot closer growing up because well we're both boys and uh we're close in age so right um we just kind of did a lot of dumb things together for the most part uh Makes sense. (laughs) Almost, I would say all of my stitches and broken bones and stuff like that came from something me and him were doing. (laughs) Sam is responsible. Almost. Yeah. I mean, I've got stitches on the back of my head because he shoved me down a slide and like I landed on my head. Yeah. Um, 
this is a great story. I mean, I was older, so but I was still in Bolivar, so we can include it. We used to have a thing called a yak back. Um, do you remember what that was? It's like a recorder, but like it's like short term, and you hit play, and it would like say what you said. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, that was the thing that uh, Macaulay Culkin had in uh, Home no, Alone, right? Not that big thing. It was like oh. it was like smaller, but oh. um, so like me and him were like kind of fi- we were kind of fighting, and so yeah. as a dumb kid that I was, I thought it'd be funny to say like you're stupid into the yak back. So like I went into his room and I threw it at him, and then like he like kind of played it, and then like in fear of getting beat up. I turned to run away and I slammed my face on the corner of a wall and like that. So I have like a big scar in my eyebrow and he was just like, you're an idiot. <laughs> so I'm like, yep. So I just bled out because my parents were at home. And, but you got, you got him good with the yak yeah, pack. Yeah. Man. I was Ooh. like, you're an idiot. Zing. Yep. And now I have a scar on my eye for the rest of my life. Suck but, on that guy. Yeah. And when we were, we were on that house in Locust, it had a basement. Um, we were sledding down the basement and for some reason, Perfect. I was underneath the stairs, and I stuck my hand out, and he slid on my fingers and ripped my nails off my hand. Oh, so, F no. We had Ugh. a lot of uh, injuries due to us being... Us. Oh, and I have stitches uh, inside my mouth because we were playing tag around a fireplace, and he tagged me, and I guess I fell and caught the corner of the brick ledge on my lip and had to get bro, stitches. Oh, sick. Yeah. Dude, I have... I have not had hardly any bad things happen to me physically. And and maybe that's partially why, like, I'm like, like, I have a very healthy fear of like getting hurt or things happening, you know? Yeah. So like, even, even if I'm building and working and stuff, like, like I'm pretty like care for whatever, you know? So like, you know, like, like say I'm like hammering like a, a nail, like two in like two wooden things together or whatever. Yeah. Right. Like, Rather than just like giving the nail a good punch to get it into the wood, I'll kind of like tap it till it's in there good, and then I'll start like going to town. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm not taking this initial swing with this tiny little nail and then smashing my hand to bits. Like, hard pass, no thank you. Like, I'm gonna get it nice and started in there, and then I'll smash it. You know? <laughs> like, like, but like, so I think because like I didn't have like a lot of stuff like that. Like, I did like have to get stitches once because I fell and hit the corner of a coffee table while yeah. carrying my mom's purse. Here's cool story. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I was pretending to be a lady and uh, I hurt myself. Yeah. Uh, and so like I did have stitches for that, but I, you know, I mean, that was I was young enough that I don't really remember it. Yeah. You know, now I just know that it happened. Do you think being the oldest is the reason you didn't get injured as much? Um, like, does Kai I mean, have a lot of injuries? Be, I mean, Kai has, but so Kai is very much like my dad, like, like clumsy AF, yeah. like, like it's just like it to the point where like you worry that like the clumsiness is like hereditary and like, <laughs> thank God it skipped me somehow. But like, like they've both had so many like weird, like accidents and random things, like whether it was like my dad falling off of our roof or you know, cutting off, didn't he almost cut off his hand? Uh, so he did. So technically, yes, my dad did cut off his like arm, like in the middle of his forearm, like he cut it off in the back of a trash compactor and like, he didn't know what happened until he like, cause like he had pulled the thing down and like, he didn't know how it happened. He, I, I don't remember how it happened. I'll put it that way. Were you he, alive? I'm sure he remembers. Were you born? Um, I was either just born or my mom was pregnant. No, my mom was pregnant with me. Ooh. I was on the verge of being born. Uh, but anyways, he had so it he it got in the trash compactor when he was working as a garbage man years ago, and 
it cut it off. And because it cut off and it cut off through most of the nerves and stuff, he didn't actually really even notice until he turned to like walk back to get in the truck or whatever, or to get on the truck. And then his jacket was kind of like flopping around or whatever. So it was like hanging by like a couple of tendons and stuff. So like, obviously like, so they had life flight come out, pick him up in the helicopter, fly him to the hospital, did all this reconstructive surgery, put his arm back together and he can still use it. I mean, sometimes he, you know, he, he's got the shakes a little bit and stuff like you would expect, but yeah. I mean, his arm's there and it works and everything's functional. So, but I mean, he's also like cut off the tip of his pinky. So like his pinky's like around a little like nubbish type thing. Like it's weird. Like it's just the tip though. Like it cut off where like the nail was at. So yeah. it's like, he's got like this little like bulbous nub on the end of his finger. Like, but then Kai has a lot of the same stuff. Like he has like weird workplace accidents or like, you know, I mean, just, just random things. Yeah. And then uh, I don't think Casey's really gotten hurt that many times, like probably a little bit more, but he's also a bit more of like a daredevil, like he's a risk taker. Yeah. And then I think you're right, like because I was first born, like I was probably like obviously like coddled quite a bit, you know, I was yeah. like, they were extra safe with me, I'm sure. And so that translated into, you know, me being then extra safe, you know, and careful, yeah. like of myself. It's funny as an adult with your, my parents, like they're always like super worried about Memphis doing crazy things. And yeah. like, where were you when I was a baby? <laughs> like, right, right. Like I, one time I jumped into a dumpster and bit through my lip, like, like a hole in like my lip right here. With, yeah. With me and my friend at our church, because I don't know, they're doing, they're doing construction. We were just being stupid. And like, I mean, that's like everything that my life is just like me just being stupid and then getting hurt doing it. Like I had like a little electric scooter and like I jumped a yeah. curb on it. And when I landed, like it hit sideways and I hit my arm right, like people can't see but between my elbow and my shoulder i landed on the hit that's i landed that part on the curb first that's the first thing that hit i ended up breaking that bone and had to have wear my arm in like a sling and like i just rode home like i just walked my scooter home and i was like crying i was like just sitting on the ground in the kitchen i can remember just crying until my parents got home because back then like cell phones like even my parents had them but they didn't always answer them and like it wasn't like an emergency ever it seemed like so eventually they got home and had like take me to the hospital and I wore a sweet sling. Dude, that's so crazy. I've never had a broken bone. Like, I mean, I've, I've fouled up both of my ankles pretty good. Um, you know, I mean, <clears throat> one doing, doing sports related things. And then the other one, when I was up on Mount Hood for a church winter retreat, actually. And I was like trying to stand on a sled in a snowboard half pipe and it had rained the night before. So like the snow was kind of frozen over on top and I slipped off the sled and my foot went into a hole where somebody had stepped and like the rest of my body kept going but because the hole had like frozen over like my leg just stayed there and it like (laughs) so like like we were actually i think we were leaving that day and by the time we had driven the like because we were on a bus so by the time we had driven like the two hour trip back or whatever it was uh like the size of a softball basically so um it was the size of a softball and it was like purple blackish, like gross looking. Was it, I was like, Oh, that's, was that's it actually good. injured or like, was it like a, just like a sprain or bruised? Or... So it was basically like a severe sprain. Yeah. So like I went into the doctor or whatever. And he was, he basically told me that like, I basically stretched all my ligaments, like the maximum amount that you could without actually tearing something. I mean, and he said, he said, sometimes that's actually like worse because like getting them to like, basically like, you know, like compressed back or whatever right. and stuff, but while still like retaining your mobility can be harder sometimes because like when you tear them or whatever, like a lot of times, obviously like they have to like go in and fix it or whatever. Yeah. And so, um, 
that I mean, but that was like the worst thing that ever happened. Never broken a bone, never had, you know, anything like terrible like that happen to me. To this day, like, you know, because like so Brian and I are both athletes. Um, you know, we both grew up playing I played soccer, basketball, a few years of baseball, like I know you played soccer. I think you played base baseball yep. too. I don't know if you played anything else growing up really. I swam in high school. Did you? Yeah. As I mean more of a keep in shape. I forget that. Yeah. I actually did know that. Yeah. Um but uh you know, as an athlete, like even now as an adult, like I'm scared to death of tearing my ACL. Yeah. Oh like, yeah, hundred percent. It I am scared to death. Like and I think it's like it's because of like the fact that it can, like you can be doing everything and like it's it's not even any you know what i mean like you don't even necessarily like do something wrong or whatever you can just turn wrong or plant wrong and stuff and it just like goes and this well like well and especially in college like we knew so many people who had those knee injuries like obviously mm-hmm. you know like our, our we have a really good friend named lane who's yeah who tore it i'm sorry lane if i saw the story wrong but he tore his acl and he tried to get back into playing a little bit earlier than he probably should have. Yeah. End up having scar tissue, and I think he had two more surgeries after that to like get that scar tissue out. And I, and it, it's tough. I mean, you just so you worry about that. And the older you get, the more you worry about that because it, it's going to have a harder effect on you. Well, yeah, and especially if you love being active. Like my uncle plays basketball every week, and like he's torn both of his. I think like mm. I think he's done both of his yeah. ACLs, or he's done one of them twice. But like I'm just like, like I can't imagine. He's he's actually had a lot of injuries. Um, in general or whatever. And like, he's a like pretty like physically active guy and stuff. And, uh, you know, I mean, when it's family and stuff too, like, you're like, uh, like, please don't be like in my blood or whatever. Like, I don't, I don't want any part of this. Yeah. Like, even though most injuries aren't like related to that or whatever, yeah. but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting, it's an interesting thing to like look back through like growing up and stuff and kind of like, I mean, how different like that is like I feel like we basically just grew like lived two different lives, like up until the point that we, like met each other <laughs> met each other and then our lives were like really really simple really yeah. kind of kind of similar just, like yeah yeah um one more story before we go before i ask this next question so i have like a huge scar on my shin like in front of my shin mm-hmm. and whenever i coach i always just tell players because i didn't wear shin guards or you should wear shin guards or whatever but what really <laughs> happened was when i was in middle school i thought i could two-footed hop under the counter at my, in my kitchen Sick. I couldn't. I missed and right. I caught my knee. I, mean, I caught my shin on the ledge of the kitchen counter and it tore all the front of my oh. shin off. Like, it just because I, because I, I mean, I got one, like, I just caught it, like, just this, like, literally just yeah. grinded down the front of my shin. Sick. So, but it's good for Dude. kids because I say, because they're like, where are your shin guards at? I'm like, look, oh. like, jack up your shins. Like, not yeah. that works. <laughs> it, dude, injury stuff is so, it's so, kind of like gross and scary to me like to this day like i won't watch like a lot of like sports injury things yeah. like when they happen uh, or whatever nope. you know i'm like not about it i yeah. don't want to see it i don't want to like put that juju like on my own like shoulders or whatever like leave me out of it so we got injured i got injured a lot you not so much but on the opposite skill happy memories what um i mean i know you're a big disney person now but is that Correct. because growing up you guys did Disneyland or Disney World or what? For sure. Um, so like, like we grew up in like, like in my opinion, like I mean I don't know, like maybe this is not right, but like in my opinion, like like we didn't grow up wealthy, um, but like we grew up comfortable. Like I feel like my parents were like pretty good like managers of their money and stuff. Like, um, and so like they like like I don't you know recall ever like 
like I never went without, you know, food or clothes or shoes or, you know what I mean? Like there was just nothing we ever missed out on. Like, and we always went on a vacation of some sort. Like we did do a lot of like camping and stuff growing up, but like our, our major vacations a lot were, uh, Disneyland vacations. And so, um, I don't actually remember how, how many times we went. Like I remember, I believe we went once as a kid. Um, I know for sure we went once when I was, uh, 13 cause we had gone to California for my uncle's wedding. And then we went after that. And then I think I went around like at a rate age around maybe like 16, 17 or something like that. And then again in my twenties and then, you know, a few times in my twenties, but so it wasn't like we went every year we weren't those people. Yeah. But it was one of the major like things that we that we liked to do, um, and obviously like growing up with the movies and all that stuff. Like I remember uh, my brother and I had uh, like a like a number of like joint birthdays. Like one of them I think was Lion King themed. Um, I'm pretty sure that we had one that was 101 Dalmatians themed because even though that movie came out in like the 70s, they like re-released it in the 90s or something like that yeah. in the theaters. And I remember this because the memory I have is that we went to see it and my parents took us to see it in theaters and me and my brother were both barking like, <laughs> like dogs during the movie, like while we were in the theater or whatever. And so, you know, we were, you know, basically the, the worst kind of children to have in a movie, but, um, you know, we didn't know that back then. So, uh, so it was definitely like a big part of like our growing up and stuff. And like, I mean, we did other vacations too and stuff when I was, uh, 16 i think you know we took a trip to and did new york uh and philadelphia and stuff like that so i mean there was there was other stuff in there too that we did but um yeah i mean that was a big part of like our growing up and like it stays it stayed that way for sure it's definitely a part of like why i still like have such an affinity for disney stuff why i love it you know and obviously like now that felicia and i have our own child in island stuff like why we like, you know, are pushing it onto her. We we've taken her a number of times now, you know, ourselves. And so, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, it's, it's weird to think about it being kind of like a, like a formative thing, but it definitely like it was formative in the sense that like, it's important to me yeah. now as an adult for like the things that it like offers and like, you know, brings to like our house and to like the way that it makes us feel and the, you know, the memories we have like with our, with our own family and stuff like that. So it is kind of a weird thing how like, it's still just like, yeah, it carried over so, so heavily. Yeah. Did you, um, did you guys do mission trips? Um, so some, I have a a funny story for you. So my parents did a few mission trips to Mexico. I went with them one time. Um, that's actually like, I never went on any myself as like a teenager or anything. Um, like when we were going to church or whatever, but like I went with my parents one time and I remember in, on the one time that I went, like there was this kid in the village who had, was coming to all their VBS things that they were doing every day or whatever, their little service things. And I remember one night he kept telling me he was going to take me home as his pet. Like I'm a little kid, like, (laughs) and I was so scared. And there was this guy named Roman. Uh, who was a, who was there with my parents' group or whatever, and I was so scared, and I was like, Roman, don't let him take me. Roman, don't let him take me. I don't want to be his pet and stay in Mexico. <laughs> like, for whatever reason. I was really gullible as a kid. Like, I mean, there was just, like, lots of stuff like that. I mean, that happened to me where, like, I just, like, believed things that people would say. Yeah. You know, I went to grade school with a kid named David Horrell who 
he told us that there were aliens coming up from Mexico that had these bright red eyes. And so for probably like a month, like I was scared out of my mind that aliens were going to come up through the field behind our house. Like, <laughs> and I would like look out, I would like look out the back window to look for their red eyes that they supposedly had or whatever. Like this same kid that I went to grade school with David, uh, him and his family were camping at this campground at the beach the same time that I was. And it was totally random. Like as a kid, like it was during summertime, like we didn't know their family or anything. But we ended up there, and he was there with a bunch of his cousins and stuff. Well, him and his cousins, uh, or his cousin, uh, said that he was going to get this hatchet and chop me and Casey up. And so they were chasing us on bikes, and Casey and I rode our bikes and ran and hid in the bathroom. And I said, and so I, like, eventually after a little while, I, like, went out, and I was like, I'm going to go see if they're still out there. I told this to Casey. And I went out there, and they were gone. And I left, and I got on my bike and rode back to camp and left Casey in the bathroom (laughs) by himself. And I got back and I told my parents what happened and they made me go back and get him. And I, I, I don't think I've ridden a bike so fast in my life as when I had to go back and get him. And I don't even know if I went into, into the bathroom to like go let him know that they were gone. I'm pretty sure I just like probably rolled up and just like yelled like, hey, let's go. Bye. <laughs> but like I believe that these that this other kid was going to chop me up with a hatchet. Like, which I mean, who knows? Maybe he was, but gullible children. That is a great <laughs> so funny did your family do any of that stuff uh well i mean we did like we uh like I, i've told you before but like my parents i mean we went to aruba like when i was younger before aruba was sketchy and like my parents mm-hmm. loved it and then the next year we went to orlando um and then my parents ended up buying a timeshare. So we went to Orlando for a few years straight. And then my dad is a huge history buff, which people probably not, might not know, but he, he loves history. So like okay. we went to like, so like the next year we went on vacation to Williamsburg, Virginia. So like our family oh. vacation was to like a, like reenactment town, like, like a city. Yeah. <laughs> like a city, like a whole, like you get passes, you go in and like everything is like log cabins. You sit in the church. Like they have like the old, like he, I mean, uh... And he, I mean, he ate it up. Like, he loved it. And then, like, we went to St. Augustine, which is in Florida. But, again, same thing. It's, like, an old, like, apparently Florida's first settlement type thing where it's, like, there's forts and stuff. And, like, so we took a few vacations that were, like, history-related, which is kind of a crazy. Right. I mean, whatever. I, did I learn something? Absolutely not. But, right. I mean, it's an experience, I guess. But that was the trip you were yeah. on. So you, like, kind of had to, like, make the most of it. We went to Williamsburg, actually, so there, there a lot of things came out. I mean, I, everything was great, but, like, when we went to Williamsburg, uh, my dad's the type of person who can't sit still for anything, like, and he's uh-huh. very sporadic, like, in his activities, so we were, like, at a Macy's in a mall in, in like, D.C., maybe, because, like, okay. it's, we don't have there for the day, and they, at the right. time, the Macy's had a ticket master in him, and he went and asked him if the Wizards were playing that night, and they were, so he ended up buying tickets for all of us, and then I saw Michael Jordan play. Oh shut up! So I saw, so like, so some good things yeah. came out of these so like, really random weird trips. It wasn't him in his prime, uh, but I mean, growing up, but you saw yeah, him. growing up in Springfield, there's there's no basketball in Missouri, so it's not like, bro, it it counts. It doesn't matter. Like, I mean, that's like my my. I think like maybe my second year as a as a Timbers season ticket holder, like Terry Henry came with the Red Bulls. Yeah. Like, and here's the thing, I don't remember anything about the game nope. like because I, I was literally like it was kind of like such a like a euphoric thing yeah but, like i remember almost nothing about it i know i was there yeah. i know i watched him play i know i saw him on the pitch 
but it's like I don't remember that much about it. Like, and that was not that long ago, you know. The only thing I do remember is that he was on breakaway and he he went for a layup, and I was so disappointed <laughs> because like, oh all I, you know, like I'm like dunk it, and he's like, uh, I'm like, oh man, he's gone, yeah. and then he just yeah, yeah. So I mean, that I remember that. I mean, there's a lot of things from that trip that are like our family has jokes from, but like that, like that part is like a good memory because it's not a lot of people will probably see Jordan play. I mean, obviously not anymore. They can't, but uh, it's just kind of right. a different thing. And then right, right, right. missions trip wise, my, we, I went on, I mean, I can't even, I mean, I went to all over Central America and North America, I mean, and Mexico. My dad was like a, he was like in charge of, uh, mission trips at the church we went to like he eventually was in charge right. of it so like we went to i went to panama and honduras and el salvador and mexico and uh so i mean some of those trips i went without my parents some of them right. with them and it's such a i mean it was such a different time though so like they would just let us go as kids just like out into mm-hmm. like the wilderness of honduras which is so sketchy <laughs> i would never <laughs> never let memphis do that in my life <laughs> Oh but like thinking back you're like wow so it's pretty wild it is crazy so but i speaking of sports i didn't grow up in a sports town because i, I ended up moving to springfield um <laughs> right. which is also has doesn't have a major league sport so the closest thing that we had to sports was three hours away in kansas city or st louis so right. like we didn't do a lot of sports growing up but you guys i know portland has a basketball team they had a soccer team but not a professional till recently right so the timbers have been around for a long time but like i didn't i didn't know anything about them like literally like i grew up i mean we went to portland all the time right like and yeah. you know i mean i i grew up you know a half hour away from portland or whatever i had no idea that the timbers existed until um i think it was like the year it was a year or two years before they joined mls so like like literally they've been around since the 70s yeah but um yeah it's so it's kind of a it's kind of that part's kind of a weird thing um then yeah the the trailblazers have been around for a long time they've always been kind of the big ticket um portland had a a minor league baseball team for a while they were an affiliate of like the padres i think or something and then um obviously you know oregon is kind of biggish in this area like eugene's a couple hours away or an hour away or whatever um, but then Seattle's two hours away, so it's kind of a hot spot for college sports, even though I'm not in a college town because yeah. everything is like within like a few hours driving distance, Oregon State, Oregon, uh, University of Washington, and then Washington State. Did you guys go to a lot of Trailblazers games I was, like growing up? Or... Um, I mean, I don't really remember going to, to a ton growing up. Um I remember maybe going to like one or two in my teens and then I've gone to a few more as an adult, but not really. Um, and my dad wasn't like a huge, like sports guy. Like he was a big fan of the, of the Rams coincidentally. Um, you know, when they were the LA Rams originally, then out to St. Louis and then back. Um, but he didn't really like follow basketball. Like he's always kind of like, like, uh, UW football, but because he wasn't like religious about any of it, like I just chose all my own sports teams for the most part. And a lot of it was just random stuff. Uh, you know, I chose a lot of it was player based. Like I chose the Cowboys because I liked Emmett Smith. Like that was the only reason, you know, yeah. I became a Rockets fan because I liked Hakeem Olajuwon. Like, uh, I picked UNC because like so many people, like I liked the baby blue Jersey. So yeah. North Carolina basketball, you know, um, 
Gators football. I literally only became a Florida Gator football fan because my uncle, so my dad's youngest brother, he's only like five years older than me, which or something like that. So it's kind of weird. Right. Yeah. Um, but like he, my grandparents lived up the road from us, like for a long time growing up. And so he grew up there. So like we didn't live that far apart. Um, but I had one of my dad's other brothers, he lived in Florida. And so my uncle was this huge Florida state fan. Well, I hated pretty much everybody that he loved. So like for me, the natural was to go the other way. Yeah. So like, okay, if he likes Florida state, who's their rival? I found out it was Florida Gators. So I became a Florida Gators <laughs> fan. Like, and that was the only reason. Yeah. And, you know, obviously uh, diehard for a lot of years, a little bit less so now. Um, and, and now I've kind of like cycled back into being a UW fan a little bit more so than, than Florida or, you know, maybe, maybe equal. Um, but that was kind of that. I didn't really cycle back to UW until kind of like at the end of high school, really. Yeah. But like, um, yeah, so it, it's just kind of like a weird thing. Cause like all of my sports teams, they don't really make sense. Like, uh, you know, I never was like an avid baseball fan until high school because I dated a girl whose family was avid baseball fans. They were avid Red Sox fans. Yeah. Like I grew up liking the Mariners a lot because I knew them. They were the local, you know, Seattle is the, the quote unquote local right. team. And I mean, how do you not love, you know, Ken Griffey Jr. and Edgar Martinez and some of those guys. So I liked them, but I didn't like watch a ton of games. I listened to them on the radio sometimes and stuff like that. But it, it is kind of interesting because of sports being such a passion of mine and like because I love like all these sports so much and I love to debate sports and talk sports and like all that stuff that like really like my I didn't have like a super like rich, you know, like childhood in it, like right. except for what I kind of created for myself. Yeah. Um, so that, that, that aspect of things is, is kind of weird because I think for a long time, my parents both thought that I was going to like go into like journalism and become a broadcaster, you know, <laughs> like they legit thought that that was going to be my life because I love sports so much. Um, it didn't work mm-hmm. out that way, obviously. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, so it's weird because it's kind of the same thing. Like I didn't like Vancouver and even Portland for that matter, like is not a, like a massive sports town. I mean, it's still a sports town, but like yeah. not in the way that, that a lot of cities are. It's not. LA or even, you know, San Francisco or any of those places. But did you, what sports did you play? I mean, like you loved watching them, but what did you play growing up? So I played soccer all growing up and then, um, I played baseball, like I played T-ball and then I played a year of minors. So like, that was not like a super long time. Um, so I played two years, I think of baseball, maybe three years of baseball or something. Um, but then basketball was actually the other one that I that I played for the most part growing up, never anything serious. Like I didn't play basketball in high school or anything. Um, I mean, I played through high school just yeah. on like YMCA teams or whatever. Um, but like, that was kind of the other, the other sport that I, that I really liked. Um, I mean, I wasn't necessarily good. Like I was good. I was good at a lot of sports because I was an like athletically gifted, like not gifted to the point of like, I'm earning, you know, scholarships for nothing or anything like that. You know what I mean? Right. Or like I'm being like sought out talent, but like, like physically, like I was an athletic human being. So like I could, I could be good at sports just by the nature of like my ability, even if I wasn't like a great shooter in basketball or something, you know? Right. So. Well, we, we have shot, we have played horse a few times in the old city of Port of Vancouver. (laughs) We have, we have played a few games. I feel like you're, I feel like you're really similar to me, right? Like, yeah. I mean, like, I feel like we both know that soccer is kind of where we excel and like, 
were athletic enough, like you're kind of the same as me, like you're athletic enough to do a lot of things very like passively in other, in other sports, even if it's not something you like, if we dumped our time into playing football, like we wouldn't be great football players. Like we might, I mean, we could make the team at Sagu probably. Oh, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's funny because, so like I, I played soccer. Well, I mean, I grew up in a small town, so I played all sports, like you said. So like we were just kind of, me my i mean having an older brother is also very competitive so like a lot of sports he played i played and like we were competing each other even with my sister same thing she played tennis so like we all learned to play tennis uh my dad played tennis in high school so like we're all decent tennis players because we just went out and did that kind of stuff but like my main sport was actually i actually played baseball more competitively earlier than when i played soccer um and so like but when we decided to move to a bigger city, uh, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Baseball, I think base, I, I played soccer and baseball, but I think baseball in my mind was just like everyone could play baseball. So like being successful sure. at it didn't seem as realistic to me, even in right. eighth grade as playing soccer because soccer sure. in 1990, which is interesting, whatever, right? Because like, in America, the, the, the dyna- dynamic of that is kind of like it's a little bit skewed because there's definitely way more kids who play baseball, basketball, and football, right? Yeah. But there's also a much larger like market for that. Yeah. Whereas like yeah, like there's fewer kids playing soccer, but like the market for soccer is smaller. Right. So like even though like I would agree with you, like I think like that that mindset totally makes sense to me. Yeah. But like it's like now as an adult you think about it and you're like, man, well, yeah, like, even obviously, though, yeah. Even switching over, yeah. my odds were still like right. stupid small. You're like, like yeah, of course a football team carries fifty something yeah. people, where you know like and right. everyone watches it. But I think that it and I mean I don't know maybe I just didn't see that as whatever so like whenever we moved i ended up just playing soccer um only but i also ended up swimming in high school to mm-hmm. uh my dad also swam in high school so i did it to like stay in shape pretty much during our off season yeah sure um and so i mean that really all i did but like i said we i just played all the sports and i mean even when we played intramurals in college i think we were pretty i mean we we're always a competitive team yeah. Because I feel like we, I feel like we won most of the ones we uh-huh. participated. Basketball was maybe the one exception of yeah, like where we lot, didn't. Yeah, that wasn't. I, I'm decent well, at basketball, because, but I cannot. It's not passable for me. Like I can't look like it. No, well, and like because of Sagu's rules, where like you can like where like football players could play yeah. basketball or whatever. Like I mean, a lot of those guys were two sport athletes or whatever, like in high school and stuff, you yeah. know. And so, like some of those guys are legit, and then of course the alumni teams were always like stupid stacks too. Well, I think redshirt players could play alumni too because we played players could play yeah we played a redshirt uh player in flag football right that we beat because they're dumb but yeah i think we won i think we won every time we participated in flag football and i think ultimate was kind of the other big one yeah well i mean to be fair against football players is that in high school in college we were very i mean we were very fat not only fast is that you play flag football. There's no plays. So like, if, right. if you're good at it's, football, it's, you're good at reading plays and games. Like if you're right. just like hike and everyone just runs willy nilly, like there's not. It's not the same. Like no, right? <laughs> not... No, no, no. It's, it, there's there's no organization whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, but it we true. we both did play a lot of sports. I mean, I think we we're both at least athletic. It's interesting up. though because you were very active in high school sports. I wasn't. So yeah. I played my freshman year of soccer. 
And like, literally I stopped playing be- like, so going back to the injury stuff, like I stopped playing because I was scared of getting hurt. Yeah. Like we had two guys who got really bad injuries. So I had one guy who played on my, my rec team. Cause, uh, rec, I think was in the fall high school was in the spring. I had a kid on my team who got his leg broken. His shin guard was literally like split in half and his leg got broken. And then literally in the spring, the following spring, my freshman year of high school soccer, our goalkeeper got, or no, our, one of our defenders got his leg broken by an opposing goalkeeper like yeah. on a play in the box and at that point i was like i was like honestly i'm like like as a you know 14 year old kid or whatever i was like dude I'm, I'm scared to death to get out there i'm afraid i'm just gonna get killed so like i stopped playing high school soccer i still played like just like regular like rec soccer like through yeah. the, the rest of the way through high school but um yeah i didn't really like, get back into serious competitive stuff until we got to college so yeah i didn't play so i was a, on the jv until my Senior year, I made varsity, yeah. and I didn't start playing club soccer until I was a junior. Oh wow! So I don't think I knew that. Well, th- I, yeah, because like where I grew up in Springfield, there's only one club soccer team, and like I really wasn't that. Not that I was bad, but I just wasn't that interested in it. Right. Um, and then my parents com- weren't fully committed. Also, my parents had no idea what club soccer even was. There was one yeah, one team yeah, in the uh, entire city, and eventually, right. my best friend from high school, Kyler his dad started a club and they're like, do you want to play? And I was like, sure. So like my parents kind of got yeah, thrown in that way. That's cool. So I think we're about out of time, right? Yes. So we'll, we'll cut it off at this time segment. Like maybe a few episodes later, we'll get into like some more of our own life. And, uh, you know, like we're kind of obviously like at, at high school right now, but college is where, you know, Brian and I actually meet each other. And so like, we have some, some funny stories and stuff from that time period that, we'll be happy to share so hopefully this wasn't like a total like bore fest for you like if it was like shoot that feedback our way whether it's on facebook or or whatever um you know and let us know like what you think of the episodes and stuff like we're looking to kind of like keep building this thing and improving so uh keep us in the loop anything else from you no i think that it it was a it's weird because we know each other really well so it's like hard to like ask questions the back and yeah. forth is interesting <laughs> yeah. because we know the yeah. stories yeah but it's yeah. i mean it's good i think it's it's good that people know who like eventually if they hear an opinion maybe they think that they know the reason why <laughs> right yeah yeah, yeah you could, so, that could be true but yeah all right i think we're good rounding it out yeah we will all right see all well, of our thanks. fans next week <laughs> yeah yeah thanks for listening and don't go changing okay <laughs>